Welcome to Zikhur Dav Simanim, I'm Rabbi Avram Goldar, and this is the Week in Review, where we're going to go over seven blot, the Simanim, and the brief description of what the Siman is referring to on the blot. Dav Tzadi Beis. So the Simon Dav Tzadi Beis is a tzav, a turtle. The Onin, who is going to eat his Pesach after toveling in the mikvah full of turtles, turtles, that must be more Dav Tzadi Beis, tzav. The Onan who is going to eat his Pesach after toving the mikvah full of turtles, which reminds us the next mission at the bottom of Daphne Tzadi Alpha and Bay states that an Onan immerses and eats his Pesach after nightfall on the day of the death of his close relative, but may not partake of other Kachim on that night. And the Gemara asks what the reason is for permitting to eat the Pesach, but no other Kachim. And the answer is, Kasabra Aninas Dalayad the Rabbanan. It's because our Mishnah holds that the state of Aninas on the night following the death is only the Rabban. So in the case of the Pesach, the Rabban did not establish the Gezera in the face of a mitzvah, which carries with it a penalty of Karas. But in the case of other Kachim, where eating them is only a mitzvah, they did establish their Gezera. So the Onain, who was going to eat his Pesach after toveling in the mikvah full of turtles, felt bad that the Ger who converted hours earlier couldn't join him. Which reminds the Mishnah states that a Gershin is Gar Be'er Pesach, a Ger converted on Pesach, Beishamai say that he may immerse and eat his Pesach that night. And Beisila says a portion of Orla can portion of Kever. One who separates from his Orla is as one who separates from the grave. Rashi explains that he must go through the purification process of waiting seven days and having Hazad done on the third and seventh day. Rabbi Burakhan said in the Rabbi Yochanan that Melchuk's was only regard to an Orla Nachri who converted the Arab Pesach. Beisila hold, they enacted this decree, lest in the coming year he becomes Tommy from a mace and I'll say to himself, did I not immerse last year on Arab Pesach and eat of the Pesach despite being exposed to the tomb of a mace? Now too, I'll immerse by day and eat the Pesach by night despite being a Tami mace. And I'll not realize that in the previous year he wasn't subject to tomb of a mace because he was a Nachri. Beishami say they did not enact this decree. They do agree that an Yisrael that had meal at Arab Pesach immerses and eats the Pesach at night. So the Onin, who was going to eat his Pesach after toveling in the mikvah full of turtles, felt bad that the Geru converted hours earlier couldn't join him and didn't know if he was doing shechita and zrika for his friend stuck on a distant road, would exempt his friend from a Pesach Sheni. Which reminds us, the Gemara brings a Malchokas and Marim in a case where one was on a distant road too far to arrive in time to shech the Pesach himself, and others shechted it and did zrika's adam on his behalf. Rav Nachman says, Hurtza, acceptance of the Pesach is effective, and he's putter from bringing a Pesach Sheni, and Rav Shesha says, Lo Hurtza, acceptance is not effective, and he must bring a Pesach Sheni. The Gemara explains that according to Rav Nachman, who holds Hurtza, acceptance is effective, because the Torah simply took pity on him for not being able to reach Yerushalayim in time, and offered him a second chance, but if he did manage to participate in the first Pesach, by having some shechted for him, Tabo'o let him be blessed. Rav Shesha, who holds Lo Hurtza, acceptance is not effective, holds that the Torah barred him from the first Pesach, just as it barred a Tame from the Pesach. The Gemara continues with each Amor, brings support for his position. Daf Tzadi Gimel. So the similar Daf Tzadi Gimel is a choo-choo train chugging along. The Pesach Shani train. Train? That must be more Daf Tzadi Gimel. The Pesach Shani train full of passengers eager to fulfill their chiyuv and not be chayv kares, which reminds us of the three-way Melchokas regarding the relationship between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Shani. Rebbe holds one is chayv kares for deliberately failing to bring a Pesach Rishon and is similarly chayv for not bringing the Pesach Shani. Rabbi Nassim holds one is only chayv for deliberately failing to bring a Pesach Rishon, and Rabbi Chanani ben Kabya holds one is not chayv kores even for the first Pesach, unless he deliberately did not offer the Pesach Sheni either. So the Pesach Sheni train full of passengers, eager to fulfill their chiyuv and not be chayv kares, starts singing Mazel Tov to the newly converted Ger and Bar Mitzvah boy, which reminds us, the Gemara elaborates on the Melchokas between Rabbi and Rabbi Nassim with the case of a Ger that converts between the two Pesachs and the boy, who became a Bar Mitzvah between them. Rebbe holds Zechai to bring a Pesach Sheni because Sheni regal bifnei atzmahu. Pesach Sheni is an independent regal, whereas Rebbe Nazan holds they're not chayv since the Sheni is a tashlumim of the Rishon. So the Pesach Sheni train full of passengers eager to fulfill their chiyuv and not be chayv kares started singing Mazel Tov to the newly converted Ger and Bar Mitzvah boy who boarded the train at Modi'in. 
which reminds us in the next Mishnah states, what's the measure of Vederuch Koka, a distant road, meaning how far need one be from the base of Migdash to be deferred to Besach Sheni? So Rabbi Kiva says, from the town of Modin and beyond, or a similar distance in any direction, Rabbi Gezer says, from the threshold of the Azara and beyond. Now, Ula and Rabbi Yehuda disagree as to how far Modin is from Yishalim. Ula said, what's the definition of a distant road? Wherever he's so far that if he set out at noon, he'll not be able to arrive during the Shechita, meaning they'll not arrive before nightfall. Rabbi Yehuda said the definition is, wherever he is so far that if he sets out at noon, he'll not even be able to arrive during the time of eating the Pesach, which is much later. This would mean Modin is further away, according to Rabbi Yehuda. Dav Sadidala, so the symbol Dav Sadidala is a hunter, Tzad, hunter. The hunter, hunter, that must be more Dav Sadidala. The hunter stuck on the road Arab Pesach with his hunting gear and family, loaded up on wagons, which reminds us that Abraisus said that the determining factor regarding being chayv is if one is on a distant road. If one was beyond Modi'in but he could race to get to the Azar, it would be put because he was on a distant road. If he was within the perimeter defined by Modi'in but could not get there because he was slowed down due to his wagon loaded up with his family, he would be chayv. He's not considered an onus since he should have gone on his own to Shecht. So the hunter stuck on the road Arab Pesach with his hunting gear and family loaded up on wagons had no idea who was standing on top of the massive pot covered to Gehenna. Which reminds us, Rav's calculation for the compass of the sun being 6,000 parcels was refuted by a price that said Mitzrayim is 400 parcels long by 400 parcels wide and Mitzrayim is only 1 60th the size of Kush and Kush is only 1 60th the size of the world and the world is only 1 60th the size of Gan Eden and Gan Eden is only 1 60th the size of Aden and Aden is only 1 60th the size of Gehenim. It's thus found that the entire world in comparison to Gehenim is like a pot cover compared to a pot. If the world is 60 times larger than Mitzrayim and therefore far larger than 6,000 parzos, the compass of the sun must be even larger. So the hunter stuck on the road Arab Pesach with his hunting gear and family loaded up on wagons had no idea who was standing on top of the massive pot covered to Ganem, where a silly little emperor below was jumping up and down claiming he would reach the heavens. Which reminds us, the bus calls a response to Nebuchadnezzar who said he would ascend to above the clouds and like himself to the Most High was that he was a fool given the 500-year distance to the first Rekia, the 500-year distance to go through the Rekia, and the subsequent journeys through all seven Rekias and the areas in between. Dav Tzadihei, so the similar Dav Tzadihei is a Tzahal tank commander. That tank was messed with Chametz as the commander. Tank, commander, that must be more Dav Tzadihei. The tank was messing with the Chametz as the commander and his crew ate their Pesach Sheni, sitting in silence, which reminds us the next mission teaches that the Pesach Sheni differs from the Pesach Rishon in that a person may have Chametz in his home and that halal is not required at the time that it's being eaten. The Gemara brings a price that gives us sources for how we know that the Pesach Sheni only has mitzvahs that are intrinsic to it, or at least peripheral to it, such as eating matzah and maror with it. So the tank was messing with the Chametz as the commander and his crew ate their Pesach Sheni, sitting in silence and not singing halal, which reminds us the mission state that the first Pesach requires halal to be recited with it as it's being eaten. The Gemara asked for the source of this, and Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Rabbi Shem ben the Pesach states, Hashir Yelachem Kalel Hiskadesh Chag. The song shall be for you like the night of the festival's consecration. This implies that only a night that is consecrated as a Chag, such as the night when the first Pesach is eaten, requires Hala. The Mishnah said that Hala is recited as well when the Pesach Sheni is offered, and the Gemara provides two reasons. The first is that the Pesach only excluded a night that is not consecrated as a Chag, but didn't exclude a day that is not consecrated as a Chag. And the second is brought in a Bryce that Efshe Yisrael Shochniyas Pischem Benotinyas Luvayim is it possible that Yisrael would check their Pesachs or take hold of their Lulavim and not recite Halal? So the tank was messy with the Chametz as the commander and his crew ate their Pesach Sheni, sitting in silence 
and not singing Hallel, as one of their tummy crew members looked on, looking hungry. Which reminds the more broader Bryce where this Malkokos Tanakama review to whether Pesach Shani is also Dokotuma. The Tanakama holds that it is not Dokotuma based on the reasoning I deferred into Pesach Shani because of Tuma. So shall he now offer the Pesach Shani itself in a state of Tuma? Whereas Rabbi Yudah reasons, the Torah sought to have him offer it in a state of Tahara, and therefore had him deferred. But since he wasn't Zohar to do so, let him at least offer it in a state of Tuma. Dav Tzadivav. So the Simmer Dav Tzadivav is a town crier reading the Tzibui of Melech. He's reading the commandment of the king, Tzav. So it's a town crier. As the town crier, town crier, that must be more than Dav Tzadivav. As the town crier joyfully announced how this Pesach was to be observed differently than the Pesach of Mitzrayim, which reminds us, the next mission stated, Mabim Pesach Mitzrayim of Pesach Toros. How does the Pesach offering Mitzrayim differ from the Pesach that we brought throughout the generations? So Pesach Mitzrayim was taken on the 10th, it required sprinkling its blood with a bundle of hyssop, it was upon the lintel and upon the two doorposts, and it was eaten bechipazon in haste during one night. And Pesach Doros, no koshiva, whereas the Pesach for generations is observed all seven days. The Gemara then provides the source that the Pesach Mitzrayim has to be designated on the 10th of Nisan, while the Pesach for generations does not. So as the town crier joyfully announced how this Pesach was to be observed differently than the Pesach in Mitzrayim, and Arl and Ben-Nechar who were not permitted to participate, which reminds us the Gemara brings the drushes that exclude an Arl and Ben-Nechar, an apostate, from bringing a Pesach and subsequently asks why it was necessary for the Torah to write a prohibition for each one. The Gemara answers that if the Torah had only read an Arl, I might have thought Mishum Demais because he's physically repugnant, but an apostate is not physically repugnant and therefore not excluded. And if the Torah had only written the prohibition for Ben-Nechar, I might have thought Mishum De'en Libo Shemaim because his heart is not directed towards Shemaim. But an Arl whose heart is directed towards Shemaim, I would say is not disqualified, therefore it was necessary to write them both. So as the town crier joyfully announced how this Pesach was to be observed differently than the Pesach of Mitzrayim, and Oral and Ben-Nechar, who were not permitted to participate, observed the guy who had found his last Pesach now standing in front of three lambs and looking really confused. Which reminds us, the next mission states, the Rabbi Yeshua had heard from his teachers that a Tamur of a Pesach is offered as a Shlamim, and had also heard from his teachers that it is not offered as a Shlamim, but he couldn't explain in which case each ruling applied. Rabbi Kiva said the teachers were referring to the following case, an animal designated as a Pesach was lost before the Chag, at which point a second animal was designated as its replacement. The original animal was subsequently found, and the halacha depends on when the animal is found, whether it's before the Shechita of the replacement or after. And then in each case, the owner took a third animal after finding the original Pesach and designated it to be the original Pesach's Tamura, in which case the Tamura acquires the same status as the original. Dav Tzadi Zayn, so the simple Dav Tzadi Zayn is a chess master, a chess master. The chess master, chess master, that must be more than Dav Tzadi Zayn. The chess master who played with five Chattis pieces versus his opponent, who played with five Pesach pieces, which reminds us, Shmuel said, Wherever in a case of a chatz, the din is that the animal is left to die, in the corresponding case of a Pesach, the animal is offered as a shlamim, and wherever in the case of a chatz, the din is that the animal is left to graze, in the corresponding case of a Pesach, the animal is left to graze. Rabbi Yochanan said that a Pesach is not offered up as a shlamim, unless it's found after the shkita of the replacement. So the chess master who played with five chattis pieces versus his opponent who played with five Pesach pieces was a sore loser and claimed a loss at night is not considered a loss. Which reminds us, the Gemara taught that a Pesach lost and found before Chatzos is not considered a loss. As Rav said, Aveda's Lila loves Shema Aveda. Lost at night is not considered a loss. Rashi explains that if a chattis becomes lost at night and another animal is designated to replace it and then the original animal is found before morning, even Rebbe agrees that it's not consigned to die since nighttime is not a valid time for bringing carbonus.
So the chess master who played with five Chattas pieces versus his opponent who played with five Pesach pieces was a sore loser and claimed a loss at night is not considered a loss and said only when the game goes to noon can this claim be rejected. Which reminds us, the Gemara challenges Shmuel's opinion and concludes that Shmuel only said the first rule that wherever the Chattas is left to die, in the corresponding case of a Pesach, the animal is brought as a Shlomim. The Gemara asks what Shmuel was coming to teach and answers that he meant to exclude Rabbi Yochanan's opinion that a Pesach is not offered up as a Shlomim unless it is found after the Shechita. If it was found before the Shechita of its replacement, even though it was lost at the point of noon, it is left to graze. We see that according to Rabbi Yochanan, it's the Shechita of the replacement which fixes the status of reject upon the original animal. Shmuel therefore is coming to tell us that it's chatzos which fixes the status upon the animal. Dav Sadiches. So the sin for Dav Sadiches related to schok. It's a clown. Circus clowns. The clowns. Clowns. That must mean we're on Dav Sadiches. Schok. The clowns of the Cholomot Pesach Circus had the crowd in stitches as they first attempted to designate a two-year-old female sheep as a Pesach, which reminds us the Mishnah Daf Tzadi stated, If someone designates a female animal for his Pesach or a male in its second year, it's left to graze until it develops a blemish, is then sold, and he brings from its money, shlumming neither of these are fit for Pesach, as the Torah specifies, the Zacher ben Shana, a yearling male. Rav Huna Breda Rav Yeshua said, Shema min infer from this ruling three principles. Ba'echaim nidchim, we can infer that living things can become permanently rejected from the Mizbeach. Dichwi mikara habi dichwi, even if the animal is disqualified from the very first moment of its consecration, such as female or overage animals, it can never again be fit for sacrifice. And yesh dichwi badami, permanent rejection is possible with something that only has monetary sanctity, and since these animals were unfit, the only Kedusha is dami, and yet are rejected forever. So the clowns at the Cholomot Pesach Circus had the crowd in stitches as they first attempted to designate a two-year-old female sheep as a Pesach and then pranked one Chabur by putting a Bechor in the mix, which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, Nisar Bebechoros, if a Pesach became intermingled Bechor offerings, Rabbi Shimon says, Im Chaburus Kohanim Yochelu, if the group registered on the Pesach is composed of only Kohanim, they may eat the offerings that night, since the avoda for the Pesach and the Bechor are the same. The Gemara clarifies that Rabbi Shimon holds Mavin Kachim so that one may expose Karbanas to a situation of becoming puzzled. Therefore, it's not a problem that the Bechor, which is typically eaten for two days and one night, will have its time to be eaten reduced and needlessly become Nosar after midnight. So the clowns of the Cholmod Pesach Circus had the crowd in stitches as they first attempted to designate a two-year-old female sheep as a Pesach and then pranked one Chabur by putting a Bechor in the mix while helping a Pesach from another Chabur escape so they could tease the member who was sent out to find it. Which reminds us, the last Mishnah opens Chabur Sha'avid Pischa, a Chabur that lost its Pesach, and they said to one of the members to go out, find it, and shecht it for us. And he went, found, and shechted it. And meanwhile, they, fearing the animal would not be found in time, bought and slaughtered another animal, the Mishnah goes through the various possibilities of the case, and what the din is, if his was shechted first, or theirs was shechted first, or they don't know whose was shechted first, or they're both shechted at the same time. All right, so that concludes our week in review. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichu, wishing you a great day and great learning.